Welcome to the Green Edge podcast with Michael Cross and me, Fraser Harper. This is our weekly update for the week ending 19th of May 2023. The Chartered Institution of Wastes Management, CIWM, was first established as the Association of Cleansing Superintendents of Great Britain on 25th of June 1898 with waste managers from northern and Scottish cities as the main driving force. It was incorporated as the Institute of Cleansing Superintendents in 1908, the Institute of Public Cleansing in 1928, and then as the Institute of Wastes Management in 1981. It became the Chartered Institution of Wastes Management on award of its Royal Charter in 2003. And while writing our Green Edge post this week, we were thinking a case for a further renaming to something like the Chartered Institute of the Circular Economy might not be a bad idea. But of course, that's not down to us. Now, as usual, I have Dr. Michael Cross with me on Zoom. And Michael, we had a good chat with Katie Coburn of CIWM a week or two back. We certainly did. And I think one of the messages, general messages I took away from it was the absolutely vital role the professional bodies play in this whole transition to net zero. And they're acting as custodians of the skill sets that drive their part of the economy forward. And in the case of the Chartered Institute of Wastes Management, is their skill set, yes, is specific to some elements of waste, but actually is spread right across the economy about the sustainable use of resources and the recycling and reuse and repurposing of resources. And their work on this and their submissions I think are exemplary. And it'd be lovely to see every chartered body submitting similar materials to the Green Jobs Delivery Group to allow them to piece together what does our workforce start to look like going forward. Now, Katie Coburn is CIWM's Professional Services Director. And in her role, she looks after the institution's professional membership alongside its education and training portfolio. Now, this is obviously a permanent role, but the presidency of CIWM is changed on an annual basis. The immediate past president from 2021 to 22 is Dr. Adam Reid of Suez UK, who is also a member of the Green Jobs Delivery Group. And in his introduction to CIWM's strategy document, which was published during Adam's presidency and is called Leading the Way to a World Beyond Waste, he writes that the institution is seeking to rebalance the use of resources and accelerate the move to more resource-efficient and circular economies. And this is what Katie had to say about that. We are the people with the skills to be able to say, these are the problems that we have further down the line. If you don't do these things or you don't consider when you're designing products, what's going to happen at the end of their life. I've heard it said, we're kind of the sector that has to hold the mirror up and say, this is the problem and take a long, hard look at it and then go and solve it. And I think if we can start talking further up the value chain, we have a much greater chance of moving the world beyond waste. We're certainly keen to do that. Michael, this very much puts CIWM alongside people like the Ellen MacArthur Institute, doesn't it? It certainly does, and puts them alongside the work being done at Cranfield, the work being done at Exeter University on sustainability and true circular principles being applied across businesses, ranging from how BBC actually produce programmes to uh, companies that apparently produce waste materials like packaging and rethinking all of that. And the beauty of the the Chartered Institute, it is the custodian and has to actually embody this within their competency frameworks 
and within the skill sets of its members and its wider membership it influences on a daily basis. Now, Katie told us that this year's report from the current president, Dr. Anna Willits, talks about some real challenges we have in the UK around the recognition of waste. A reluctance to classify waste as material again can stifle innovation and investment, she told us. And while there will always be residual waste streams to deal with, we need to get to the point where we can make that reclassification more easily. Now, batteries is obviously a good example of this, and we asked her about those. We've always had a battery of something we've had to deal with. The big challenges for us are around electric vehicle batteries and how we will cope when the UK shifts to a much higher usage of electric vehicles. But also there's just really significant basic problems, particularly with lithium ion batteries, where they just start fires in waste facilities, which are hugely damaging to the environment, hugely resource intensive, and usually because the battery's not been disposed of correctly and that draws you into the behavior change and how we have to influence consumers to recycle in a different way and deal with their waste or their materials in a different way. Michael there's obviously loads of work going on around the life cycle of batteries. There is and we have some experimental plants doing recycling already and investment committed to do that but during the last week one of the major mining companies is committed to investing very vast sums and doing waste recycling where it already is smelting rare materials and converting the plant. So we're seeing a repurposing and a reuse of facilities and infrastructure to then move into the recycling rather than just straight extraction, which makes very good sense. But you wonder in the UK, because we are selling more and more cars, I think it's about 15% of all new cars are electric. The stock of batteries is getting quite large. And we must be getting to the point where the flow back into the system needs to start. And we need to start how to actually do that effectively and efficiently without creating more waste and actually starting to supply, hopefully, a nascent UK-based battery industry. And our usual reminder that you can find this week's post on CIWM and our chat with Katie Coburn on greenedge.substack.com. And you can also find this podcast on all the major streaming platforms, including Apple, Google and Amazon. Now, Michael mentioned earlier some of the good materials coming out of CIWM around green skills. The latest being a short report published in March called Beyond Waste, Essential Skills for a Greener Tomorrow. Michael, I guess that one will be going into your reports roundup at the end of this month. Certainly will be. I think it's a really interesting piece of work where they identify some of the key occupations that are going to be emerging in the whole area of the circular economy and waste management. And it is fascinating if you go through the report and reach Table 6. I suggest people do this. Table six is a table listing of the major theme areas, i.e. occupational groupings, and the likely jobs that are going to need new roles over the next 20 to 30 years. Now, that jumps estimated new roles by 2030 of over 74,000. And by the end of the period, we're up to 2040 or 2050, we see the number jump to over 240,000. But one of the really intriguing lines in here is the theme reuse and repair. The vast majority of the jobs being generated in this sector are on that theme. They're saying we'll have new roles of about 20,000 by 2030. But on top of that baseline, we expect 140,000 by the end of the period. So that's 140,000 out of 240,000. 
So the others, yes, are showing some change, but this is the monster one that is the big theme. And will they be in this sector, as overseen by the Chartered Institute for Waste Management? Don't know. But they'll be spread across the whole economy. So we'll see businesses that were into packaging are still in packaging, but using recycled materials, bringing their own materials back. There's a lovely little business that's set up making toilet paper out of waste paper. And everything is wrapped in cardboard and paper that can all be recycled and reused. And it's quite an amusing pack if you see it on the supermarket shelves. It's an Australian business that has a UK base. But I think it's a piece of work. Again, I would reiterate, I would love to see every chartered institute or institution produce such a document for their core occupations going forward. Because we'd love you to piece that together for all the engineering bodies for all the other ones we've dealt with on the environmental side, CIES, that oversee something like 30 environmentally related chartered bodies. And they could actually put really the government in a very well-informed position. They'd also start to highlight the challenge we have. Where do these people come from? It's going to be fascinating to see how that transition happens. I've tried that recycled toilet paper and I can vouch for the fact it's nothing like ISIL. Can you remember ISIL toilet paper? It, no, I do. My dad used to buy it. And you could hang it out to dry afterwards. It was horrible. It was coated. Oh, no, no, stop. I won't put that in the podcast. No, no, please don't. Thank you for listening to this Green Edge podcast. This podcast series accompanies the Green Edge newsletter to which you can subscribe at greenedge.substack.com. The Green Edge is produced by Blue Mirror Insights.